Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, everyone? Daniel Smooth here. I want to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Canada Dips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at CanadaDips.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUP20 at CanadaDips.com. It's time to BS. Jack! Yo! According to Uberfax on Twitter, all Fruit Loops are the same flavor. Regardless of their color, I can vouch because I used to have Fruit Loops a lot when I was little. Oh, so, then you get it. I get it. I understand. Everything makes sense. It's wild. My life has been a lie. I thought they were all different flavors. What is this dipshittery? If you recognize that voice, that is our friend Jack Mitchell from U Stadium. All the way from California via Skype. What? Do you hear this cat? I hear the cat. <laughs> what? You want you want attention, you little fuck nugget? <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 177 of Time to BS with Samuel Smooth. We're coming to you from California and the beaches of Long Island, New York. I am the aforementioned Daniel Smooth, and. Good God, it is time to be us. Jack, how are you doing, my friend? I have only one word, and it's Stanley Cup playoffs. That's uh, that's kind of how that's everything is words. nowadays. The that's playoffs started yesterday, and it's just been a roller coaster right from the get-go. That's three and words. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, missed, I missed the game last night. What happened in overtime? Oh, sure. I, I need to tell you about what happened in the game as a whole. Oh, um, God. Jeez. Oh, God. Where do I begin? Um, the first period where L.A. got punched in a ma- in the mouth shorthanded. They had to take two penalties to stop Connor McDavid chances, which it's like it's some of those penalties where you it's like you have to take the penalty. Or yeah. Else you're to score. So, yeah, you have like no choice but to take it, motherfucker. Yeah, you, you don't you don't have any choice, and it's stupid. But you know, it, it did end up screwing the Kings in the beginning of the game because that's when the Oilers' incredible power play went to work, and they scored two power play goals. There was a five on three at one point. Um, it wasn't looking good. I, w- I was doubting pretty badly at the end of the first period. We're down 0-2. The whole building's rocking. Everybody's won Edmonton in the win, so it's like, fuck, this is not good. And then. I thought the Kings kind of found their feet a little bit in the second period. Mm-hmm. They didn't score, but they played. They played solid for the most part. Corpusalo really, really sold in that. Um, 
McDavid just kind of getting shut down. The Kings' power play didn't look so great, though, in the first few periods. And then comes the third period. <laughs> and less than a minute into the third period, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl go on a two-on-one. And Vlad Gavrikov. Of all things. Of all people, who the Kings traded for midseason. They traded Jonathan Quick for Vlad Gavrikov and for Jonas Corposalo midseason. And Gavrikov slides across the ice between McDavid and Dreisaitl. Breaks up the two on one. Kings go the other way. Kempe scores. <laughs> for about the next two minutes, or not two minutes, what am I saying? Two minutes for? For about, I'd say the next like 10 minutes almost. The, it was all Kings. They just, they showed so much life. They were throwing everything they possibly could on net. So much offense going their way. And they just couldn't score. And then Edmonton got a fluke goal, I would say. I, I say fluke goal. I'm not sure how much of a fluke it was. I was pretty pissed when it happened because there was a scrum in front of the net and the puck was just kind of sitting there. Corpusala was just kind of sit, laying down there, and I don't know if he really made any moves to try and stop it. Um, I forget who scored. At that point, it's 3-1. to one. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, the whole building is rocking against us. There's... About 10 minutes left in the game. We're down 3-1. to one. Do we have anyone that's going to be clutch? And a few minutes later, Kempe scores again. It's 3-2. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, we're not giving up on this game. Because I, I was ready to give up on the game if they let in another goal. But that goal from Kempe was just basically saying, we're still in this thing. Never over until it's over. Mm-hmm. And they're just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing with time, with time running out. And then with about two minutes left in the game, Edmonton takes a penalty. <laughs> so now we're going to the power play. We pull Corpusalo, so we have a six on four. And then with 17 seconds left, Kopitar scores. Oh, the captain. It was a crazy sauce pass from Victor Arvidsson right in front to Deneau. Deneau... A shot, you know, uh, Stuart Skinner got a bit of a chunk of it, but he couldn't control it, and Kopitar, it was just an egg laying in the middle of that, <laughs> in the middle of the crease. Kopitar got to it first. Oh, the captain. 17 seconds left with the goal, and now we're going to overtime. About two minutes into overtime, Edmonton scores, but it's called back because of a high stick. <laughs> I, I yelled at my screen and shut the game off. Immediately when the puck goes in, I just close it out. I'm done. I'm yelling. I'm like, angry at this goal um and then i checked twitter and i'm like oh it, it got disallowed <laughs> so i had to f- scramble to put the game back on edmonton honestly dominated most of overtime yeah it wasn't that close the kings got a chance or two but it was mostly edmonton and then blake lazat i think it was who got tripped by vincent uh Dejarnay. i see you looking at your dad <laughs> Do you hear her? I hear her, yeah. Oh my god. What? It's just, it's cats being What do you want? <laughs> Come here, you fuck nugget. <laughs> Donut. Hey. Continue. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Vincent DeHarnay, he trips uh, Blake Wazot. And Oilers fans obviously not too pleased with it because there was a broken stick laying near the play. They thought Lazat stepped on the broken stick. That's how he fell. But you could see on the replay that DeHarnay, as he was falling, made kind of a desperation play. He swung his arm, swung his stick across, and 
knocked over Lazat. He took the penalty. Oilers fans start throwing trash on the ice. <laughs> so they get the warning that if they do that again, there's going to be a delay of game. Well, they did it again, but there was no warning for a delay of game because after they did it was after Ayafalo scores the overtime winner. It was a beautiful tic-tac-toe play. I think uh, Kopitar and uh, either Arvidsson or Deneau were involved. I forget who. Oh, Kopi had a, fi- a four-point game. Four-point game for Anze Kopitar. There you go. Beautiful. And the Kings steal game one, four to three in overtime. Are you ready for my jinx? Hmm? Are you ready for my jinx? No, I'm not ready for your jinx. <laughs> <laughs> who, do I, who do you think is who? Who is your guess that I picked to meet in the Stanley Cup final? You picked Edmonton and Boston, I think. No, no. Who'd you pick? Do you really want to know? I, know, I want to know. Wait, One, pick. two. You picked our teams to meet in the final. Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, not out of the realm of possibility. Not out of it's the realm not. Of it really isn't. It really isn't. Hold on. Let me... Here, here's the thing. This is my legitimate prediction. If yes. Kings stay healthy, because the, the two, there are two names that I did not mention in this game. Those names were Gabe Velarde and Kevin Fiala. Velarde's going to be back for game two. They just confirmed it today. Fiala's back soon, right? I don't know. He's practicing, but not with the team. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. But the Kings, even so, like if, if what our, or Fiala is the only guy that they're missing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like if the Kings are healthy, I think they win the series in five games. Yeah, I do. They Fiala, the Kings' power play in this game was rough. I think they were only like two for five, but they, the last two were the ones that really mattered. Um, so. The last I remember though the last time that Fiala played against the Oilers, they he scored like two power play goals. The Kings had four power play goals in the same game <laughs> against Stuart Skinner. It's like you put, like Velarde knows how to beat anyone. This team is deep. Yeah, that's the difference between them this year versus last year. Last year they weren't deep; they didn't have enough depth. Nope, to make a run because they were missing Dowdy, they were missing Ar- Arvidsson, and just. They didn't have the people to fill in the holes, and now, now I would say they absolutely do. And they get good, 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 yeah, good coaching too. Absolutely, good coaching. I love Tom McClellan's reactions to the tying goal and the winning goal. He's celebrating on the bench with everybody when they t- when they tied the game late. I can see the cat. They tie the game late, and he's like jumping up on the bench, like, and then like two seconds later, he's like, "All right, gotta be professional." Yeah. <laughs> Let me go clip it real quick. I'll give you my honest reaction. So, I told you that the Kings and Islanders would meet in the Stanley Cup final. Isles win in seven against Carolina, or six. Then, my hope, my honest-to-God hope, is the Battle of New York for round two. Oh. Honestly, though, the Devils Rangers series is spicy as it is. Mm, that could that that could go blowout either way. I know. It there's really could. One tonight. There, there's a lot of spicy game ones tonight. Can I can I have another one? I got another one for you. Seattle upsets Carol, Colorado round one. Mm, it, again, it's possible. Seattle's a really big team. They are. Like their 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 size is like it's strong. They're a strong team. So, 
the expectations of the boys, the Islanders. Um, I don't know if you watched the game last night. I think I did. If it wasn't for, first of all, how is that a slashing penalty? Which one are you referring so, to? So, Ryan Pollock got called for a slashing penalty. Oh. Yeah, that was a weird play. That was weird. That he was a really weird play. Slashing. And explain to me how that is slashing. I don't even think that was him. I don't know what the refs were looking at. The only thing I remember is somebody making like a crazy, I think it was Pollock who, who was made, made like a crazy desperation play to stop a goal. Yeah, that was it. And then, like, there was a slash somewhere along the line. Like, I don't, I don't even remember all of it. I saw it. I was like, there's no conceivable way in hell that's a slash. Yeah, I remember after it happened, I was like, because I had the game on mute on my on my second screen. On my first screen, I was watching the Boston game. Um, Boston's not. Boston will have it tough against Florida. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't think Florida's the team to beat them. No. Watch it be Tampa. Tampa. Oh my god, if it's Tampa. Oh god. I'm going to hate that series because Tampa is the team that's been in the final the last three years, but I want Boston to lose. I will, okay. Islanders and Lightning in in round three. That'll be spicy. That'll be fucking phenomenal. (laughs) That'll be really, really spicy. Spicy meatball. You think we can make it? I think you got a chance. I think, I, like I said, it's not another realm of possibility. It is hockey, uh, after all. It is hockey. Yeah, it is upsets galore in the Stanley Cup final. Let me look at the bracket. Uh, yeah, Tampa plays Toronto. Florida plays Boston. Rangers play Devils. Isles in Carolina. Seattle and uh, Colorado. Minnesota, Dallas. Vegas and uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg. And then Kings so, and Oilers. <laughs> If the Kings win in this in this first round, they're probably my expectation is they get Vegas. Yeah, um, which we can beat if we if we play Vegas. That's gonna be a really really close series. Yeah, I you feel can like. beat Vegas. That's a seven gamer though. You can. That'll be fun though. That's a good rivalry series. It is honestly this is between us and Edmonton. This is a good. This is a bit of an underrated rivalry. It's really nice. This fucking um, cat. I can see your cat doing that in the reflection of your Star Wars sign in the background. Yeah, you can see her. She's chilling. She's she's the best. Though. I might call this episode the Chronicles of Donut. Listen, I have three cats. I understand. Oh, then you get it. I get it. But you completely get it. I do. Um, Shohei Otani gets traded. To the Dodgers. Manifesting it. Oh my god, you fucking motherfucker. No, <laughs> no, no. Bad Dodger fan. No. <laughs> Listen, no. we are. Where, the Dodgers no. are still no. figuring spray it bottle. out. No, spray bottle. Fuck you. The Dodgers are still figuring it out this season. They, it takes. It's going to take them some time. I think they will eventually turn it on, so I'm not worried to, yet, but it's not the greatest start to the season, especially when you compare it to teams like the Rays. In Texas, of all things. Oh my God! Where did the Rangers come from? Why is James Altman trending? I don't know. Let's check. Uh, it's because he's leading off because Mookie Betts is out. 
He's on he's on paternity leave. Understandable. Oh, good for him. Congratulations. So they have James Altman leading off tonight. James Altman's a stud, by the way. I love this guy. He is gonna haul ass. Uh, Kylie Jenner reveals she hasn't got a lot of plastic surgery. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. She's a Kardashian. Oh, you know what? We didn't get through talking about hockey without me telling you about how I met Drew Doughty. Yes, talk, my friend. How do I don't even know? Like, I I, I wasn't like expecting it to be Drew because, like, I got I got a chance. Like the short the short way of how this came together is I know people. Um, that's the short answer. Honestly, that's not, that's not even scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I just had like some family members, like knew some, had some friends that had some friends or something like that. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, but just, it's just the newer guy and it just worked out. So, uh, I got a chance to go on the ice after the game, after the Kings' last home game of the season, where they beat the Vancouver Canucks 3 nothing. By the way, the Canucks need a full-on retool galore. Yeah, they do. I was worried, too. That, I thought that was a trap game for us, because I'd been, I'd been to <clears throat> Crypto.com Arena uh, for just the last time. Center, for God's I know, sakes. it should just be Stable Center. It should just be Stable. I am getting used to all the blue steins around the place, though. It's so oh, stupid. Yeah. It's a dumb name, but I think the signs look cool. Um, anyway, the, like every team usually does this thing after the season called Jersey off the back, where like after the last game of the season, some fans yeah. get a chance to go on the ice after the game. They meet a player and they get their jersey that they wore in that game. Um, and this year, I guess the Kings were doing it with sticks too. So like one person, like each player had like two people to give stuff to. One person got a stick. One person got the jersey. Um, I didn't know it was going to be Drew Doughty's stick. I just got I just got a stick. I knew I was getting a stick. I was walking on the ice like, I'm going to meet a Kings player and get a stick. That was cool enough. And then it, and then it just happens to be Drew Doughty. No big deal. Just a, just a two-time Olympic gold medalist, two-time Stanley Cup champion, Doris Trophy winner, ever. Hall of Famer who's going to have his number in the rafters. Top five king ever. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Also, it's one crazy. of the most weird contracts ever. True. Deserve, he deserved an eight-year extension, but, but yeah. We'll talk about that. I, I came at a weird time. I will we'll say that. We'll talk about that. I, I don't know. I'm just really happy that it happens. Because like, should, my friend. Like, I don't even care if I got the stick or not. I don't, I don't even care if I didn't get anything, like, tangible to take away from this. So... <laughs> I know you're taking that sense out of context. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. Dude, did you uh, see the Jalen Hurts contract? I, w- I saw it this morning. And I oh, dropped yeah. My, I dropped my phone. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say overpay, but wow. Here's my problem with this. Here is my fucking problem. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know me well enough, you'll know my view on quarterback contracts and how they're fucking stupid. See Jared Goff and Carson Wentz for details. Yeah. 
Ladies um, and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, Jalen Hurts had one great season. And Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM, said, here, let's give you $51 million a year for five he years. Dro- he drove up the Brinks trucks to his house. He pulled um, to Jalen Ramsey and said, give me the money, like, well, in front of the stadium. Yeah. That was stupid. That was funny. That was <laughs> funny, but stupid. Yeah. Speaking of Rams, Al Robinson got traded. Oh, God, here we go. No, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But Don't light my fuse right now. We will get to that later. Shut up, you. Okay. I'll say that. I'll say that. I'll say that. Shut up, you. <laughs> Quarterback contracts are fucking stupid. You're basically paying a dude 50, like, um, your entire, like, life savings from being 70 years old. I think Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback the Eagles have had in a while, but I do think that this is a bit ridiculous much. overpayment. Yeah, I, I, I'd wait a year or two to see if he keeps it up. And here's the big question here. Because, especially because there's this. There's the potential of a hangover next season. Oh, here's a better question. Here's a better question. Where's Lamar fitness? Lamar's going to stay in in uh, Baltimore. He's going to stay in Baltimore, but for how much, my friend? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's definitely worth an ask, but I don't think he's leaving, especially after they took Odell from us, Sad. He didn't um, really take Odell from you guys. Hmm? They didn't really take Odell from the Ravens. I guess, I guess I wouldn't say away from us because he wasn't really like... He was a free agent. Yeah, he was a free agent. I, so I piss off. The Rams were in. They were in contact with him. I really wanted him back. <laughs> they were like randomly in contact with Odell Beckham. No big I deal. Say randomly, they they had they you know they had guys talking to him. They were monitoring his situation. So they were they definitely had interest. It just didn't work out. So. But the, the, like I look at the quarterback market, like I, Aaron Rodgers, great example. Aaron Rodgers got $50 million a year for four years. He might not even finish that contract. It's crazy how much the landscape of the league can change over the, the last few years. And I want you to Google, it. my friend, Peyton Manning's contract with the Broncos. How much do you think he got paid for four years with Denver? Is it lower or higher than Aaron Rodgers? Oh, significantly lower. How much? I'm curious now. I'm Googling. Google it. Google it. I swear to God, Google it. Peyton Manning's contract with the Denver Broncos in 2012. 2012 to 2015, how much did it It was five years for $96 million. For $96 million for five years. Think about that shit for a second here, ladies and gentlemen. Do the math. Let's do the math, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your calculators. 96 divided by 5. That is $20 million a year for Peyton Manning. Now, Russell Wilson. Oh, God. Here we go. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Russell Wilson in 2014... Got paid. Let me do the math real quick. Twenty-three million a year for four years, if my memory is correct. Three years later, thirty-five million a year for four years. 
And then he gets this stupid contract from the Broncos. <laughs> oh my lord, bro. Jared Goff. Oh god, don't even get me started. Oh, oh, Paul. oh, it gets better. Carson Palmer. You want to look at his contract and career earnings. Oh my god. Look bro. at Carson Palmer. I forgot he was a person, honestly. Yeah, he tore us apart, my friend. This guy, I, oh my god. He did. Six-year deal that could be worth as much as $49 million. Oh my god. He signed that with the Bengals. The, the Bengals in 20, 2008? Uh, 03, I think it was one of I want to say, yeah, it was 2003. What the fuck? Here's another good one. Here's another great one. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, that's a wild one. I do not trust the quarterback market for the next, let's call it, three years. It's crazy how much they pay these guys. Oh, I got a good one for you. Jay Cutler. (laughs) Jay Cutler. Jay fucking Cutler got a seven-year deal from the Bears. Honestly, that sounds more like a Bears failure than anything else. The McCaskies! I didn't have the th- I didn't have the lightning bolt sound, so we'll just go with the Old Spice one. We'll go with that one. We'll just go with that. What else do we got in generic quarterback contracts? Kyler Murray! There's another oh, one. a wild one. Kyler Murray got $46.1 million per year to not study film. Is this with or without the film contract? Call? Oh, this is without the film. I oh, know, I'm just kidding. I'm just... This is without the film. Like, that's, that's hilarious. That's that $2. That's a fine. <laughs> it's $2. They would rather he be study film than playing COD. Five days oh, my God. And don't get me started on the Cleveland Browns management of Deshaun Watson. Oh, no, dude. That's a whole different can of worms. That's a whole different ball game. Proceeds to get screamed at by the Cleveland Browns fan base on TikTok. I already got screamed at by the AEW fan base on TikTok already. I already did. I don't give a fuck. What else do we got here? Oh, Blake Bortles with the Jaguars. That was bad. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of Giannis is doubtful for game two. Yeah, I just got that. Thanks, Nick. Unlock my account, bitch. What else we got in the quarterback market? Donovan McNabb? Nah, nah, that's that's too easy. Not as good. Are we just, we're, what's the bottom line here? Are we just laughing at... We're just laughing at the stupidity of the quarterback market. This is stupid! It's not even, like, the most important position on the field. I can argue that. No, it is. It is. It's not close. The thing... The, all the work that they have to do off the field just to get ready for what they have to yeah, do yeah, on but the sti- field. Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I would feel significantly better about this if the quarterback contract's limit was, like... 35. If, like... I don't know. Look at the Geno Smith contract. I want you to look at how much that man is getting paid this season alone. Okay. 
Like, if you look at the salary cap, his salary, his cap hit alone is like twenty five. Is it twenty five? Twenty six point one. It's uh, close enough. Forty million overall guarantee. Yeah, forty million guaranteed for three years with the Seahawks. Twenty seven point three million fully guaranteed. Yeah, thank you. Where are contracts like that? But no, they saw one good year and took his ass to, and took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Granted, great team, but still took his ass to the Super Bowl and basically just. Howie Roseman just slobbered all over Jalen Hurts and said, show me the money. We'll show you the money. Let's go. The point that I'm trying to make here is that, like, it's so, the teams change year by year so yes. frequently. Like, it happens way more often in the NFL than it does any other league, I'd argue. Like, the good, good teams in the NFL are good for maybe, like, five to six-year gaps. And yeah. That's probably it. Matt Schaub got forty million guaranteed, I think, from the Texans one year. Think about that shit, and then talk to me about the terrible quarterback contracts. All right, hold that thought. I gotta clip this shit. All right. Choose your champion NBA edition. Kings and Cavaliers suck it. The Kings are being slept on. I will. I will slobber. All over this King's hype, I will. And I, I say the Cavaliers because my op, my second option was my team. Yes, Donut. I know the New York Donut, Knicks. Donut agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm calling this episode the Chronicles of Donut. Fuck it, I'm calling it. It's a perfect name. It's a perfect name. Watch it be um, Knicks and Kings, and all the, and all of ESPN goes nuts. This is the first time in the Steph Curry era that the that the Warriors trail a series two to nothing. This is the first time that in the in the this is the first time in twenty years that you can really say definitively there is no true NBA champion. Yes, I know, Donut. That there's no true best team in the league. Um, I, honestly, I, I'm not going to disagree. I'm not. Like, what? What? Has a, the donut has a real argument for you. There. Donut has a real argument. Watch her. She's going to say, like, the Miami Heat. She has a good point. The Miami Heat, right? There you go. <laughs> Perfect timing. Where are you? Are you, are you in the kitchen? I'm going to clip this and just say, like, Donut agrees. <laughs> just caption this on the bottom. Um, with what she's saying. Um, in actuality, she's saying Lakers in four over the, the Grizzlies. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> no, she's saying Suns in six. Oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> that was my other one. It was actually Suns and Knicks. <laughs> See, she gets it. My home, my hometown bias is going to show pretty strong here, just because like I don't, I don't pay too close attention to the NBA. Like I try to keep an, I, I, I try to keep tabs on it. Where is she? Hold on, keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I try to keep tabs on the NBA where, I, when, and where I can. Is just the 
you know, I'm a bandwagon Lakers fan. So I kind of just feel like I only pay it. I only ever pay attention to my team. When I pay attention to the NBA, I don't really pay too close attention to the rest of the league. She's got smoke weed every day. <laughs> For those of you who do not know. <laughs> You're going to laugh when you play this back. I'm going to play this back. I'm going to like, what the fuck? She, she, she landed on your desk and she jumped on your uh, on keyboard. Your she jumped on my keyboard and started she- playing Morgan Wallen. <laughs> she played she played the buzzer sound and then the smoke weed every day from Snoop Dogg. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? That's the church of Josh Allen. Hold on. It was, it was That's George sound. Michael. Hold on. It was bu- it was a buzzer. That's Zelda. That's Ron one. And then and then she also played the Snoop Dogg. That's one. Where is it? Smoke weed every day. Found yeah. it. <laughs> she jumped on the keyboard and played this. I love it. I love this cat. <laughs> That's what I'm calling this one. Donut. Donut interruption. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> There's a reason I don't let my cats into my room when I do this. Oh. As funny as that was, this is why. Oh my god, that's just funny as shit. That was hilarious. I'm just gonna post a pic, like a picture of the cat <laughs> just sprawled on the bed. <laughs> oh, that's just anyway. great. Anyway, uh, Nixon Sons, Sons and Six, motherfucker. Um. Like you said, like I was trying to, I was basically saying while you were gone that like I only pay attention to the Lakers. I keep tabs when I can on the rest of the NBA, but it's kind of hard to follow it because I'm following so much crap at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, I don't know. It's 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 the Lakers looked great in Game One. Granted, they turned the ball over a little much more than I would have liked them to, but you know, Austin Reeves is him. Uh, Rihachimura. That, w- that was a steal. That Why does Austin bad. Reeves look like the president of the Lego club? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. He looks, he, like, he looks like one of those generic creative players, honestly. <laughs> That's funny. But, but, he, but he doesn't play like one. He plays better. Like, he actually, he's, he's him. Like, he's... You can tell he's got this energy about him. Or like yeah. He's feeling himself after hitting all those baskets late in, in the fourth quarter. He's like nailing. He hit that three-point shot. Lakers go right up the other way. He scores again and just yells, I'm him. Like, Of course. That was awesome. Well, I have... I, four, go ahead. I have a... I have a... Funny one. <laughs> Where is it? Um, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, looks like a bowling pin. <laughs> I might have heard that one before. Shout out to Dan Lebetard. <laughs> I might have heard that one before. People say that Adam Silver looks like a lot of things. So, very much. Wait, I, I'm trying to remember everything. That's the Church of Josh Allen. There we go. I'm just playing with the soundboard at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the soundboard, I'm 
smoke weed every day. <laughs> I'm gonna get screamed at. <laughs> Hold on. So Jacksonville, my friend. What about Jacksonville? Do you think the Jaguars win ten games or twelve games? Oof. The Doug Peterson train is is moving. It is moving. Uh, it's delightful. I want to see their schedule before I jump into it because they, like the schedule can be a huge factor. The amount of travel and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the clip that's going to come up of just like donut jumping on the soundboard and playing Morgan Wallen. <laughs> That's funny to me. <laughs> the Chronicles of Donut is is <laughs> like I even made clips. I even made the fucking board. Look, just look at this fucking thing. <laughs> look at that. And then Chronicles of Donut, <laughs> Canva, greatest invention ever. Oh God. What was I talking about? The Jaguars? The Jaguars, I yes. Before I say under or over 10 wins. Honestly, if that was the under over, that's a bit high. The Titans are falling apart. The Colts are just there. And the Texans, I don't know what they're doing. The Texans confuse what me. What are the Texans? We have a report. Now, let's be clear with this. You and I know people. Sure. Right? Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go with, let's go, we know certain people that have this information. The Texans might not take a quarterback number two. If they're really on the Davis Mills train, they're in trouble. I say that like they're not in trouble already, but... We are very clear here. Nick Casario is the GM of the Texans who comes from the Patriots. Correct. Who is their head coach? D'Amico Lyons? Yeah, D'Amico Lyons. Okay, thank God. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was Lovey Smith. I remember he got fired. Yeah, he got fired because he ruined the tank. Yes, I know, Donut. Star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. There. There is. Uh... If the Texans don't take a quarterback, that stadium deserves to be blown up to smithereens with Tannerite. I'm I'm honestly thinking like the franchise is in serious trouble if they don't if like they are you able to sell like, build off of some, anything if Davis Mills isn't able to do anything for them next season and the sample size from what we have out of him these last few seasons it's not great it's not great but it's not terrible it's not terrible but it it's could not be terrible better. it could be better let's be clear on that he can he, he reminds you of Ken O'Brien with the Jets there's a skill reference for you. Ken O'Brien was a thorn in every Jets fan's side in the entire 1980s. He was the quarterback they took in 1983. The infamous Dan Moreno draft. <sighs> if I remember correctly. Okay. Someone Google that real quick. One of us needs to Google that. Ken, 1983. 1983 Jets draft. 1983 Jets draftees. Well, Ken O'Brien, I was right. Bam! I'm good. Bam! I'm good. But 
he was the guy who would occasionally throw either six touchdowns or six interceptions in a game. That is Davis Mills. Yeah, it's um. Damn, how did I get that right? Fuck. You just know what you're doing, man. I just guessed it. I was like, fuck, 1983. Who was number one? Oh, yeah, John Elway. Because that draft is so famous. It is. Because of what the Jets did. Awesome. Oh, my God. But the Texans are fucked. If you stick with this man beyond this se- or like if it, like if you stick with this man going into this season and he doesn't produce for you immediately then you need to you need to blow it all up fire everyone and i mean everyone i wouldn't say fire to make ryan's no he just got there ryan's can stay he's he's i think he's going to be a good head coach he'll be a good head coach yes well, i'm also i'm also saying that because i'm a huge fan of the idea of the 49ers staff getting coached again but that's just my biased opinion but they 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 missed out on Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't even feel like they really tried to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Honestly, I here's a great question for you. Speaking, of, we'll talk about the NFC West after that. But I have a great question about the NFC West after you're done talking. I don't know. I, I just kind of made my like they missed they missed out on Jimmy Garoppolo, and now we're hearing they might not take a quarterback with their first pick. It's like, are you really that satisfied with Davis Mills? You'd have to be incredibly fucking stupid to do that. If you're that satisfied with Davis Mills, you have a problem. Plain yes. Simple. That's like saying, oh, we're not going to take a quarterback, but we'll stick with Mark Sanchez. Another Jets reference for you. This is like if Caleb Williams is the first overall pick next year, and which he probably is going to be. Yeah, he's going to be. The, the, the number one pick, the team with the number one pick is quarterback needy. And Watch it be Denver gets the first pick. <laughs> Denver gets the first pick and don't draft. It doesn't draft uh, Caleb Williams. God, that's terrible. That's just terrible. All right, hold that thought. I have an NFC West question for you, my friend, because we are two. Because we are two fans of our NFC West teams. One of them is tattooed on our bicep. The other one is not. One has a Super Bowl in the last three years. One does not. With Allen Robinson being traded, how, where do you see the Rams going, my friend? Because I don't know. Uh, draft is what I see. Draft like fucking crazy. Exactly. The reason I am angry with this trade is because of how terrible of a swap it was. Yes. And how... I'm pretty sure, I could be completely wrong, but from the last I saw, if the Rams waited a a year to move Allen Robinson, they would have saved more cap space. They have to to eat some cap space by moving him this year. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of running it back for round two... Instead of trying to get a full season with them, because Matthew Stafford and Allen Robinson, neither of them were healthy the whole season. They both got season-ending injuries. And instead of of, uh, trying to do it again, instead of saying, all right, let's give them another chance together, let's see if we can make it work, they just flip him to the Steelers 
for a seventh round pick. Yeah, seventh round pick swap. Are you kidding me? Like, are you like, are you are you just does Les Snead just want to make moves because he feels like making moves? That is such a miss. It's such a whiff, and it continues. It, it's only more evidence to build on my point that all of the Rams' struggles this season, this offseason, have been avoidable. Yeah, it's all been avoidable. Yeah. Um, and they just, you know, you're basically like, if you're trying to tell me this team isn't trying to rebuild this season, then I, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. It's hard to even say that because like a, a surprising amount of offensive players are staying. You're getting Stafford back. Obviously you're getting, you're getting Stafford back, obviously. which is good. I actually don't hate Cam Akers going into this year. No, I, I, I thought he had a he had a pretty good response to everything that was going his way when the when the year started winding down. I thought he responded pretty well. Yes, um, so I'm interested in seeing more of Cam Akers this year. Um, who else? Van Jefferson still around. Two two out. Well, arguably breakout season. He probably could have an even better one if Stafford's healthy the whole year. Yes. Um, I I'm imagining they're holding on to Ben Skoranek. That's good depth. And I'm sure now that Allen Robinson's out and they missed out on Odell, they're going to get more. He's going to get more playing time. Um, who else am I thinking of? I know they signed Col- uh, Coleman Shelton, Shelton Coleman, whatever his name is. Yeah, Shelton Coleman. I'm forgetting his name completely. Uh, what position? This is offensive line. Uh, Zach Thomas. No, I'm looking. Coleman Shelton is his name. Yeah, that's that's it. I butchered that one so bad. Uh-huh. You did. You know you got it right. I did get it right. You got half right. Oh yeah, Lance McCutcheon is still here. Lance McCutcheon had a killer preseason last year. So if he builds on that, who knows? Um, the Rams only got Hunter Long back in the Jalen Ramsey trade. <sighs> as as pissy as I was about that trade, and I honestly I'm still pretty salty about it. But we need tight end depth. Yeah. What is it? Just Tyler Higby and uh, Tyler Higby, Bryson Hopkins, and Hunter Bryson Long. Hopkins, Tyler Higby. Before the hunt, the trade for Hunter Long. So yeah, there, there. I think the offense. I don't think the offense is screwed. I don't. I, I think the defense, however, the defense, however, it is Aaron Donald and everybody else. It is. Hold on, I got the depth chart in front of you, my friend. There are some names. It's Aaron Donald, Jordan Fuller. Jordan Fuller has been hurt. Okay, minus Jordan Fuller, Ernest he's probably, Jones. He's probably going to start, but he's I, yeah. There's Ernest Jones too. I love Ernest Jones. He's and that's it. Kobe Durant on uh, in the secondary. Kobe Durant's going to be insane. He he had a really good year last season. I think he's going. He's this is his chance to be CB one now that Ramsey's gone. Um, and honestly, Jordan Fuller, you know, he's I think he's a solid player when he's healthy. But he hasn't been healthy. He's been missing a lot of time. The reason why the Rams had to sign Eric Weddle out of the retirement home during the Super Bowl run is because Jordan Fuller was hurt. Yeah. And that it just keeps happening, it feels like. It's like, you know, the talent is there. He's definitely a really strong he's a really strong safety, but I don't even know if he plays strong safety, but Yeah, he does. Doesn't say that on the depth chart. Maybe it's just because. Allies.com, you're I welcome. He's just an old depth chart, he's hurt, but. 
it's like he's just, he's got to stay more healthy. The but Cardinals confused me too. Injuries are definitely the big problem when it comes to yeah. the Rams. Just like they're making a ton of moves that it feels like they didn't have to make, but here we are. Donald agrees with you. Thank you, Donald. Um, we'll see. They're gonna they're gonna be really aggressive in the draft, and I just hope they don't screw it up. Is my point because it seems like that's where they're looking is just build everything in the draft. The Cardinals um, confuse me. Really quick, one more point I'm gonna make, and then we'll talk about the Cardinals. Yeah. They don't have any special teams players signed to their roster as of right now in their offseason. What? Yesterday. Continue. Just agreeing with me. They yeah. don't have any special teams players. No punter, no long snapper, no kicker. Unbelievable. I hope to God they are not looking at the draft. Because the last time they did that, they ended up with Sam Sloman and they got screwed. Yeah. They had... they, they Sam Sloman was the only guy they drafted. They signed... Uh, Two other kickers. What is this cat doing? Just being a cat. They signed two other kickers out of, out of free agency as undrafted free agents, and then they drafted Sam Sloman. And Sam Sloman was the guy that won the job, even though he was the worst one of the three in camp. And he sucked. <laughs> you cannot make that mistake again. I really hope the Rams don't use draft capital on special teams players because I hope so. I don't think you need to. I know you hope so. You're a Seahawks fan. So well, I feel bad for you. I feel bad. Like, I don't have hate for the Rams. I don't. Because, like... But my, my point is, you don't need to. Those are the kind of players that are going to pop up as undrafted free agents all the time. You will oh, my God, this cat. Talk about the Cardinals. I'm going to find the cat real quick. Training camp. I don't even know what you're going to talk about. Talk about the Cardinals and how they're fucking stupid real quick. Keep, keep uh, because going. Because they have Tyler Murray. Should we cut this segment? I'm, I have to keep going. He told me to keep going. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know what direction he wanted to go in with the Cardinals. So probably just something about how Kyler Murray. Uh, I swear to God, if he drops donut on the soundboard again, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, no, it didn't happen. I was hoping. I was low key hoping it was going to happen again. She clawed my neck. <laughs> Shit. I just stopped and I was like, I was, I'm waiting to see if, if you drop the cat on the, on the soundboard. soundboard again. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. Um, yeah, the only thing I mentioned was Tyler Murray and how he's, I, or I didn't mention this, but like he's got a, this is a real, like, if any year it was going to be a prove it year for Tyler Murray, it's this year. I have a hot take for you. Give me a hot take. Seahawks get the two seed in the NFC and win the division. The two seed. Yes. The two seed. Yes. See, she agrees with me. Suck it. She agrees. Bam. Oh, my God. Okay. Dormant's word is wrong. She agrees um, with me. Here is why. Brock Purdy's out for the year, potentially, for the 49ers. Year? Is that what they said? I'm they said potentially he could be out for the season. Oof. And it gets better. Trey Lance is your, is your number two. Sam Darnold is three. Do we... When are we going to talk about the 49ers being in, the, in a similar situation as the Rams and not having anything to show for it? And because they, they are. They are. Picks out the window for these high caliber players building all these stacked teams. And all they do is lose. The Rams are in the shit right now, but they have a ring to show for it. Like, that's the thing that like 
it's it's helping me kind of like cope with all the all these struggles that the team is going through right now because you know what it's worth it because they have the they have the Super Bowl. You play the game to win the game. The Rams won the game. The 49ers have not won the game, and no one's giving them any crap for it. But I'm t- but I don't. They're not going to get the one seed. They're not. There. I don't even know if they're a playoff team. No, 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 no. The 49ers? Yeah. 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 Because here's what I here's what I'm talking about. Quarterback can make or break you. When it comes to the Seahawks, well, they have two guys. But let's be clear with this: like they got two guys with very similar skill sets, Andrew Locke and Geno Smith. Very similar. But Geno Smith is the obvious QB one. Geno Smith is obvious QB one. They fixed that defense. Look out. They fixed that defense. They're coming. Um, they are. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, Jack. The Seahawks fixed that defense. They're going to run rough shot. They probably can. Um, but it also depends on how many penalties they get away with. I'm still salty about week 17. Um, yeah, I know. I, I would be too. Yeah, I thought that was a that was a shit show. I would be too, my friend. I would be too. I know other people were mad about that too because that like that decided the playoffs. Like, granted, your team got in, but that like affected the Lions Packers game. Um, Thank you, Detroit. Was such a mess. I, it's, I'm like, I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I think they, I'm not gonna sleep on the Seahawks though. I'm definitely not. I know that they are. The potential is very much alive. The potential, their ceiling is the one seed. Their ceiling is thirteen or is thirteen wins, one seed, NFC West title, home field in the NFC playoffs. That is their ceiling. Their their basement is the four seed. I don't I don't know. The thing about football is it's just so unpredictable. And because you would agree with me, San Francisco, other than their defense, who's there? I mean, I, I the 49ers quarterback struggles like they kept they kept pulling it out of their ass with like Brock Purdy like who in the world pictures Brock Purdy to come out of nowhere and do do that? But here's a better question for you: the Rams and the 49ers are in very similar situation, but in complete opposite scenarios. You have a shit defense and a good offense. The 49ers have a shit offense and a good defense, right? I guess so, yeah. She gets. She agrees. And then there's the Cardinals, which we don't know what the fuck they're doing. I swear to God, this division is just such a clown show. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. The Seahawks are coming. And I will run rough shot. Okay, you said that how many years? Yeah, fair point. <laughs> this is a fair um, point. Listen, as long as long as you don't run the ball in the one yard line, or as long as you do <gasps> run the ball in the one yard line, you're fine. Oh, Jack. As a Rams fan, division rival, I thought you'd never. <laughs> 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 we got one more topic real quick, and then we'll, and we'll close up shop. Alrighty. What the fuck was I going to talk about? What? Oh, the Jets have re-signed Cedric O'Boyhe. That's that's it. That's the topic we're talking about. The Jets. Can we? 
Can we just put to bed this Aaron Rodgers bullshit? Please. 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 I, I'm um, done. Yeah, it's it's gone on. It's being really dragged out, and it's like, what? Like, I, I guess I'm not necessarily like. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm well. I'm obviously not a, a Packers fan or a Jets fan. So I'm. Not, I'm not like sitting here like with, like, my phone refreshing Twitter constantly, waiting to see like when. The Nick and Frankie. <laughs> but it's just a matter of like at some point sooner or later this has to go through. Watch it not go through, and they st- and they stick with Zach Wilson, oh and they somehow God. win ten games. <laughs> they're not winning ten games, with Zach Wilson. No, they're not. Oh my neck! It'd be yeah. funny if they if they did, but like I don't, I don't love Zach Wilson. Oh, it'd be fucking hysterical. Like Flip flopping of his mentality and what it'd he be has. Fucking hysterical! Watch him turn into 2016 Matt Ryan. Ah, <sighs> oh, what a delightful season that was. 2016, what a year. Yeah. The Rams come back to LA and they suck ass, but <laughs> because they're happy that they have a team back. And then. They fired Jeff Fisher, though, which you needed to do. They did, yeah. They, you know, that, was, that, was, that was good because, like, they go, they go to the bigger market and then they realize, hey, LA's not going to give a crap about us if we start losing. And honestly, I'm not sure how much more of LA gives a crap now versus now. You have a nice now. building, though. Uh, I'm. 100% blaming it on the fact that there hasn't been a team in LA for 20 years. So that'll change over time. It's just, it's an inevitability. It'll change over time. But that's yeah. How it, yeah, that's how it goes when you don't have a team. Come here, um, Donut. Come here, Donut. You want attention, did you? You want attention, you little shithead? I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm. I, I replayed the Falcons that year and they scored. A safety on it, or not a safety, like a touchdown on the first play. Yeah, there was a uh, muffed. We muffed the opening kickoff, and then the Falcons recovered the two yard line. This was good Atlanta Falcons, by the way. So that was a very nice Falcons team. Unfortunately, it was also the twenty-eight to three Falcons team. We don't talk about that. That curse, by the way, will always remain with them. I, yes. I, I, I can't believe that we almost were the Rams were almost the team that broke that curse because we led the Falcons 28 to three and then they almost came back. Mariota <laughs> got picked I would have never have let that down. I would have never have let that down. You, I would have never heard the end of it. <laughs> I would have, I would have just I would have had to delete Twitter. <laughs> delete you stadium. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christmas, that was loud. I'm sorry. It wasn't that loud. But, uh... Yeah. I love um, this soundboard. That I, if anything, I thank the Falcons for that win because that's what made the Rams realize, oh, hey, we need to actually be good now. That's what That's what I hoped that... That's what I hoped that would de- the Seahawks would do to Pete Carroll. I thought he would slowly turn into Jeff Fisher. But uh, how, Honestly, how wrong have I been? Honestly, still has been, kind of, but... I'm so wrong about that. I was definitely wrong about Geno Smith. We all were! <laughs> Mostly because I thought Drew Locke would be the starter. I went, I went to a bar. I went to a bar on, on Thursday. And there were Jet fans talking, and I said, Listen, 
dudes, I have your quarterback. Yeah. How do you think I feel? And I showed them the tattoo. And that felt yeah. great. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Time to BS, episode 177, The Chronicles of Donut, is officially called that now. <laughs> she made her presence known, of course you love shit. <laughs> Jack, thanks for coming on, bro. No problem. I'll go watch playoff hockey. There's a game going on right now. Oh, good shit. Go do that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you all in this life or the next one. Have a good one, guys.